I just want to do God's will. The kind of revolution that the world needs is a Christian revolution. If you want a miracle, you've got to expect it to happen. You are the recipients of God's grace and God's blessings, and you rejoice in that reality. Welcome to Life Today Live. I'm Randy Robinson. And look, right now in our culture, there is an aggressive, highly sexualized movement. You will see it all over the place. And as kids go back to school, they're facing it there, not just college level, all the way down into elementary schools. Uh, You've got the media on their side. You've got popular culture on their side. You see it in movies. You see it where you shop in your stores. You see it on candy wrappers. It's got the stamp of approval. In fact, uh... Not just that, but uh, the president of the United States, the whole administration, they're all moving in a direction. Uh, and, and the bottom line, in my opinion, and I think we can back this up, is they want to violate your children and your grandchildren. Well, we've got someone today who is doing something about it. Karen England is the executive director of the Capital Resource Institute, and they are uh, helping to defend your family your children, the values that built this country. And so we're going to talk about some of that today because I really think the worst thing we can do uh, as, as Christians especially is to stick our head in the sand, ignore it, hope it goes away. We're called to be salt and light, and we're going to do it. Uh, and so you're going to get some good insight today. Karen, great to have you on Life Today Live. Hey, thank you for having me. So give us, before we get into some of the details, uh, give us a quick overview of what exactly it is that you, that you do uh, with the Capital Resource Institute. Well, we are a pro-family public policy organization, so we um, are working all around the nation in the areas of religious freedom, parental rights, the life issue. Uh, we have an office in Sacramento and in Tennessee, and so we're traveling quite quite often. I'm traveling and, and working and helping in this day and age after COVID, helping parents reclaim their parental rights in the public square and especially in the public school. So that's what we're focused on as well as the intrusion of government into the home and the church. And that's happening legislatively in a lot of states. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm in Texas, uh, and, you know, and we've been insulated from a lot of the, uh, the weirdness out there. But, you know, all of my kids, I have four children, they graduated from Keller High School. And right now, the Keller ISD, you may have heard that in the news, uh, the ACLU is going after them because they're pushing uh, this trans agenda into the schools. Uh, This is not just a California thing or New York thing anymore. This is everywhere, isn't it? Oh, I'm so glad you brought that up. Um, Well, first of all, I love Texas. And a lot of um, when I moved out of California, a lot of friends moved to Texas and (laughs) Um, But I'm happy in the free state of Tennessee. But having said that, the left has not waited for our state legislators in red states to do some bottom or top down legislation. What the left has done, and obviously in Keller and some other places, certainly Austin, they have come in through the side door, gotten on boards and commissions Mm -hmm. and school boards, and they have been pushing this stuff this ideology from the from the bottom up while we thought we were protected because we were in a red state. Just today, we sent out a press release here in Tennessee. I'm in a red county where instead of aligning with Tennessee state law when it comes to obscene materials in a library book, 
the local policy here decided to align with the American Library Association, which is crazy. This is a day and age where states are disowning the American Library Association. We have a red county, a local school district that is embracing the American Library Association and all of their progressive policies. So you're not safe if you're in a red state. You have got to be really vigilant about what's going on in the in the realm in education all over this country. I, I, I have some questions about that, but I, I want to hit something that is we, we have to be aware of. What happens is is when they come into a school library and they try to put materials in there and people say no, they call it book banning or even book burning, and they label you as some weird extremist that is opposed to, you know, literature and education and, and, and culture. What kind of material are you seeing them, uh, American Library Association and these libraries that are adopting it, what exactly is the material? Is, is it just, uh, you know, catcher in the rye? They want they want people to believe that. I got a text from someone the other day saying, hey, do you want a ban of mice and men? And I said, no, we and you can go to on our website. One of our programs is take back the classroom and we show you the content of the books. We've purchased the books. We're showing you the pictures. We're showing you the text, which is erotica. It is a lot. Of this is are, are from movies that were R rated and got the R rating from the book because they toned it down. So it's really like an X rating. So like the book Push, which is common in Texas schools as well, is really, really pornographic. So our website, and one thing that I feel like we're doing a little bit differently than some of the different groups and mom groups is we are really only putting out there the really graphic stuff because we realize the other side is going to come after us and and claim, oh, you don't want to do 1984. Well, none of that is true. So you won't see anything like that on our website. And you'll see the actual, we take excerpts from the beginning of the book, middle of the book, end of the book. You can decide for yourself if that's something you want to go challenge at your your local school. No one's telling you you have to, but we want to let you know it's there because especially red states, they think this is not in their schools. And Mm -hmm. And I've been so disappointed in my local school district and school board here in Tennessee because there is so much. It, it's over like 48 books and counting. Every day I, I find a new book. Someone will email me from another state and I'll go, hmm, let me see if this is in our red county. Jeez. And sure enough, it is. And, you know, uh, I've I've seen some of these uh, and, you know, especially Christians, but conservatives, parents, decent people, normal people. We don't we don't like to read these things. We, we don't view these things. Uh, what happens when parents get up in school board meetings and read from the books that are in their libraries, such as the ones you have on your website? Well, I find it interesting. Everyone's in shock, but then there, there doesn't seem to be them doing anything about it. For instance, two weeks ago, I spoke at our school board meeting. The president tried to stop me. And I said, well, you're not going to stop me because you think this book is okay in the schools. So I'm going to keep talking because I have a First Amendment right to do so. If you think it's too bad for the the school board meeting, then you ought to be doing something about getting it out of the school. It's still sitting on the shelf. He hasn't called me to even ask me the name of the book. I was so kind of wired up when I got up there. I didn't even say the name of the book. I just started reading from it. (laughs) And, And that's what happens. And it's like, How dare you try and tell me an adult with a room full of adults not to read this 
but you're giving it to our minor children yeah. with taxpayer dollars to read. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and that's what just blows my mind because people genuinely get offended and, and try to shut you up. What, how, how in the world did we even get here? I mean, is, is, has our culture just completely given into this or is there an organized effort to do what, what is going on? Well, I think there has, well, ultimately it is spiritual warfare and there's only two different realms in that area. And so you really need to understand that if you're not of one, you're definitely of the other. And so there is no real middle ground. A lot of people want to do a rating system or, or something like that. And I say, for pornography, exposing it to minors, there is no rating system. All mm. of it's bad. Mm. And so um, the the left has been very busy. And I will say, I'm, I'm a critic of the church as well, because the church has remained silent for far too long mm. and mm. thinking that, oh, you know, those are, those are political issues. Well, sexuality, uh, life, marriage, those are biblical issues. And our pastor should be preaching on those every Sunday, and we should be going out into our culture with that teaching. And so I do think people are waking up. It happened during COVID and parents are waking up. We are getting um, contacted every day, parents wanting to get these books out, um, you know, figuring out how they can go. California, for as blue as it is, they turned a lot of school boards and they've got a lot of activity going where they are passing parental right policy after parental right policy at the local level. And that's encouraging that people are doing that, that they're saying, okay, if not me, who? If not now, when? Mm -hmm. And they're standing up and they are getting engaged and involved. And that's what our organization has spent 37 years, you know, um, working for. And I'm just really encouraged that it's happening now. And I feel like, wow, the Calvary is arriving yeah. and, and we finally have some warriors on the ground. Yeah. And, and unfortunately, a lot of times, you know, people don't wake up until it gets so bad that they, you know, they, they sense the threat is at their door. I, I was speaking with someone recently here in, in Texas uh, and talking about some of the things that we see going on in California uh, where they're, you know, trying to transition kids at a very young age, even to the point of giving them, you know, puberty blockers uh, or just doing a lot of things behind parents' backs. And the response that I got was, that really doesn't happen much. You know, they're very anecdotal. That happened one or two times out in these extreme areas. How common is it for, in your experience, for schools to do things behind parents' backs uh, that could potentially harm children, not just physically, but, you know, emotionally, psychologically, uh, spiritually, I would argue. But is, is that going, is that widespread? It is. And uh, a couple of funny, well, not funny, but I got an email. We sent out an email about some stuff going on in schools a week or two ago. And some, I, I, I got a response back where they said, you know, three years ago, we thought you were back crazy. Yeah. And now we want you to, we were just talking about you. We want you to know you're a hero and we should have done what you wanted us to do in our schools because mm -hmm. like, it's just so eroded. And that was, that was in a purple state that was in the state of Nevada. Mm -hmm. And so up North where it's very rural. And so the left has, has been doing this. And as far as the like socially transitioning your child, let me tell you, Wilson County here in Tennessee, they're going through it with their school board. Their school board is saying, we are not going to tell the parents if your child is socially transitioning at school. 
that is they, they they've been having school board meetings about it now in california that's the guidance that the state of california gives people yes. but those that have been watching the news we have um there's a, a church there calvary chapel chino hills mm. and they they took their school board and the president there we worked with them to craft a legally sound policy that says you know what we're not going to hide this from parents. If a kid is socially transitioning, we are going to let the parents know within three days. And it's been making national news everywhere. But this idea that it's just a spot here and a spot, spot there, it's all over. I mean, I just gave you Tennessee. Um, we've got several situations where very first day of school, starting first day of school, and they're asking preferred pronouns. Mm -hmm. um, again, these are red of red of red. And so the left is not waiting for it to come down from your capital city. The left is going in and urging you to do, urging these people and telling them, a lot of them are saying, well, Biden's Title IX uh, makes you do it. I met with some teachers from Tennessee a few weeks ago, and they were told that's the law. And I was like, no, that is not the law. That's his interpretation of Title IX. But you don't have to go transition kids mm. without parents' involvement. Mm. So we need to really, really pay attention to what's going on in our local communities, whether we have kids in the district or not. Yeah. You know, my, my, my question when it comes to a lot of these things, and this is just a little bit of a question, not one I don't expect an answer, but because I think I know. When you see adults sexualizing children, especially in, in cases where you've got, you know, the drag queen story hour and stuff, anytime an adult wants to talk to a child who's not their own child and they're just doing the parental thing about sex uh, uh, I think my question is why why do you want to do that as an adult why we used to arrest people that would you know approach kids in the park and, and want to talk to them about sex but now it's like it's like school policy does, yeah right does it does it strike you as really really weird and Perverse? Creepy and grooming. I'll say it. It's it's very creepy, um, and it and it is a form of grooming, and it's to desensitize, get the barriers down of, of the children when it comes to this area. And this is where it comes back to the two worldviews. They believe that kids are born sexual, and that the school's job is to help them express their sexualness and sexuality, and very into pleasure. Sex education yeah. has gotten very into pleasure, mm -hmm. and I will say part of it still. I, I, I criticize the church because they've been silent for a long time. Yeah. You know, they're not, I think they should be the ones encouraging parents. Hey, I know in our, let's see, our, our middle child, we held him out about uh, 25 years ago out of uh, sex ed in his school in California. Mm. We sat down with him. He'd already had the talk. He knew it. I remember sitting at a baseball game and one of the moms said to me, oh, wow, you kept Josh home. Darn it. She said, I was going to keep Taylor home, but I didn't want him to be the only one or keep mm. him out. And I said, if you would get together with other people, make it so that all the kids are out <laughs> right. of sex ed. Right. And you're like, mom, why am I sitting in this class learning how to, you know, put a condom on? Like, why am I in this? Yeah. So that's what we have to do. And we, we you know, there's, there's um, courage in numbers. And I just want to encourage parents that you're the one that, that are charged with protecting their heart and mind mm. and, and the schools, no one is going to do it like you are going to yeah. love your kid and protect your kid like you are. Yeah. And, and as a parent or grandparent, if you're feeling some discomfort or a child, if you're in school, mm -hmm. if you're feeling some discomfort around some conversations, you're on the right side of things. Just yeah. know you're on the right side of things. So stand up, do something. All right. I want to show people your website. Uh, this is the website for 
Capital Resource Institute, capitalresource.org. Uh, and, and there's some, if you're needing some help, go get it. Uh, and, and you, you know, Karen's doing a lot of good work, and there's some resources there for you. I want to ask uh, on the, you know, on the side of reclaiming parental rights, as, as your website says, what what is working? How are people reclaiming their schools, their their towns from sort of the bottom up? Because God knows we cannot depend on the current administration to do anything from top down. So it's up to us. Yes. Well, and I think that's what's done at the local school district level. And I I talked about Calvary Chapel, Chino Hills and that school district, but that didn't happen overnight. That has been a two year, then a four year process where the church has really awakened and started to see what's going on and they've gotten engaged. But I see that all over the country happening. You may only flip one board seat. But then in two years, you have a majority and then you can go in and say, you know what? No, 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 not with my kids. You know, we're the school board. This is supposed to be a community led public school. Public schools are for all of the public, including Christian conservative parents. It doesn't mean that it's for not Christian kids and Christian parents. And so I think we kind of bought into that with with a lot of the criticism. Well, if you're a Christian, your values only belong in Christian school. No, I'm a member of society and a member in the public and my voice gets to be heard in the public schools as well. And so I'm, I'm very big ever since COVID. My favorite verse is the Esther 414. And a lot of times, cause you know, you're called for such a time as this, but the very beginning of the verse talks about for if you remain silent, mm. it talks about how, how the, the help will not come from you. So we have got to get in there and not remain silent so that we can reclaim these parental rights and can set some boundaries with the government. And that's who our public schools are, the government that is supposed to work for us and our families. (laughs) Yeah, well, (laughs) we need some changes there as well. (laughs) Agreed. All right. So talk to me a little bit about the Kitchen Table Activists, the podcast, the resources that you've got, because I think this is a great First step for people who are like, man, I, I got to do something. I mean, because you doing nothing is surrender. Uh, so yeah. explain a little bit about what you got going on there. Well, I like to call myself the ultimate kitchen table activist, because when I got active, I was just a homeschool mom, um, found out I it was shocking to me that like some people didn't spank. I mean, it was just, you know, I was just <laughs> waking up to, you know, who are these people? And um, that don't think like I do. And so started paying attention and getting active. And I found the biggest barrier in all of this is that people want to do something. They just don't know how. Mm. I didn't pay attention to government in school. I I recently got my report card from eighth grade and I had a D in social (laughs) studies. So I, I wasn't paying attention. So I really didn't know how or that you could engage or that that we even had a responsibility and a stewardship over our citizenship. And so I just started um, getting active. So the Kitchen Table Activist is a planner and a podcast where literally you can go through and we're getting ready to launch a whole nother set of series where you learn how does a bill become a law? I don't know how, you know, I didn't know how a bill became a law. All these years of my learning, I wanted to put it down so that you could kind of pick up quickly after COVID for people. And if you if you download the free materials, all of it's free, you download the materials, it literally has a, a materials to put in a notebook. You will then, you know, it tells you, fill out, find out who your school, school board members are. 
use those sheets to start praying for them at the dinner table. And it, and it walks you through just how you do everything. How did porn get into our schools? What are the obscenity laws? Things that you hear on the radio or TV, but you know nothing about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's very, very helpful. I love the practicality of it. Uh, and you, you can go to capitalresource.org and, and link over there, or you can go straight to the kitchen table activist dot com become a book checker get started with your free activist planner subscribe to the podcast this is how you do it uh and it will take time but you got to start now uh i just i'm I'm, you know i'm i'm concerned and i'm not i really don't consider myself an alarmist you know i grew up hearing a lot of stuff in church that you know would tried to scare us (laughs) you know but I'm looking at things right now and the acceleration uh, since really President Obama was elected, um, it's just ramped up and it's to the point where uh, we can't, we just, we can't sit back and we can't abide by this. They will destroy not just the culture, not just other people's children, our children. And and to me, that's, boy, you, you're getting lying by the tail. I think if, if the people that are pushing this, but what, Well, talk about alarmist. I'm a little bit of an alarmist now. I wasn't before, but I am like, the sky is falling and we better get it together. And one thing on our website, whether you're Texas and and we're we're adding more states, but our Take Back the Classroom, we literally are showing you by school district in Texas, what books are in those libraries with excerpts so that you can find your school and decide if they've got those kinds of materials that whether or not we're being too alarmist or not, or, or if you're okay with your tax dollars, purchasing all those books. And it's, it's a long project. We have about seven, seven or eight states up now with about three or four school districts in each, but we're getting ready to put the whole state of Utah on and other states, but that's where uh, people can go and see what is in our school's library. Is this lady crazy or not? You know, is it of mice and men that I want to get rid of? And you'll find out it's not. And I think you'll be, pretty grossed out by by what we put up there it's it it's it's not fun doing it but it needs to be done yeah and so um parents you can't say you didn't know the william wilberforce quote about you know you can't say you didn't know yeah and in in all of that because it's not pleasant you're right i mean you you look at the stuff that that it's in the schools stuff they're pushing and it it just turns your stomach but let me ask this because i have to know do you have hope for our country? Oh, well, I do have hope. And I, um, some days, so some days it's less than others, but no, <laughs> sure. I do, I do have hope. And, and you and I were kind of talking offline. I feel like COVID woke people up and people are paying attention. And I think in the red states, what I'm finding like here in Tennessee and probably in pockets of Texas, when they're not active, it's because they, they really believe it hasn't hit them yet. Right. But I can tell you, watch what's going on with school boards in California, because the legislature has has been amending bills while they've been on break this last three or four weeks to try and undermine everything that's going on at the local level, because people are rising up and saying, not with our kids, not with our tax dollars. You know, this has gone too far. And I never thought I'd see that in California. Yeah. Well, see, there's hope right there. And I think proof that we can do this. Parents can turn the tide. Absolutely. So. Don't wait till it's too late. Get it done now. Get in there. Be proactive with some of these policies. What they're passing in California, 
that says, you're going to tell us if you're going to transition our child. Don't wait for it to happen in mm-hmm. Texas. Go to your school board and have them pass that policy now. Yeah. Don't wait for it to harm a child. Yeah, yeah. Oh, good. So, so good. I love what you do. Thank you for taking the time to share. Thank you for your work. And if we can help get the word out in any way, you, you've got a friend here in Texas. Thank you, Karen. Well, thank you. Appreciate you guys watching. Uh, this is one you want to share uh, because as, as bad as it is out there, it's encouraging that we can do something about it because uh, we're on the right side and we got to protect our kids. So appreciate you guys being here. Uh, check out the website capitalresource.org scroll down there click on the kitchen table activist uh, and you can make a change appreciate you being here we'll see you again next time on life today live